You're listening to Behind the Impact, the podcast that looks at how the most philanthropic companies on the planet are making impact as told by the very changemakers that make it happen. Hello and welcome to episode number 10 of Behind the Impact. I'm your host, Jeremy Brown. In this episode, Yenny Solheim, director of social impact at Niantic, the company behind games such as Pokemon Go, joins the show to talk about how her team approaches social impact. This is a great episode. Let's get into the show. Yenny, welcome to Behind the Impact. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I am very much excited to talk to you to learn more about your background and learn more about your work at Niantic. I feel like you have a really interesting career and how you made a career transition midway. Um, So we'll get into that. But before we do that, what I would like to do is learn more about your background and how you actually got into social impact. Yeah, it's a long winding road. Um, So I'm the director of social impact at Niantic. Uh, We're a tech company uh, and we build augmented reality experiences. Um, So most people are familiar with Pokemon Go, which is our most popular app, um, but we also build other games and experiences and have an AR platform. So um, a lot of my work revolves around that. And the way in which I got into it is that I actually started at Niantic more than 10 years ago. Um, Niantic started as an experimental unit at Google, um, and uh, I was brought on to be John Hankey's uh, administrative assistant. Um, he's our CEO. And, you know, I really honestly thought that I was just joining a really interesting team for a couple of years, and then I would move on and find something else. Um, but I really fell in love with what we were doing. Um, and kind of throughout the years, tried on different hats throughout the company. So after I supported John for about a year, I moved to a partnerships team for a quick stint uh, and then marketing and tried on many different roles uh, on the marketing team. And then uh, about a year or two after we spun out um, from Google in 2015, uh, we started the social impact team in, I think it was July 2017. Uh, we didn't have a formal social impact team beforehand. Um, and so I was the first one to get it going. So what I want to do is double click into the social impact element of the, the company. How did that come about? Well, what's really unique and in my mind, really amazing about Niantic is that we feel that our technology has real impact in the world. So um, for those people who aren't familiar with AR or Pokemon Go, in order to play our games, you have to physically move outside um, and engage with culturally significant places. So you can imagine murals, art sculptures, historical buildings. uh, And when you move outside, good things can happen, right? You feel um, healthier physically and mentally. You might stumble across things that you hadn't noticed in your neighborhood before. Um, You might meet new people. And so inherently from the very beginning, social impact has kind of just been a part of the DNA of the company. Um, And we, I think we had always hoped that really good things would happen when people played games outside. Um, But It was really when Ingress, our first AR game launched, that we started hearing from players that good things were happening. Um, We host lots of live events around the world. um, 
and with Ingress, we were hosting these uh, community days and anomalies, we called them. They were live competitive events. And at those events, a lot of players were coming up to us and saying, hey, I lost 50 pounds because I started playing Ingress and you know, I, I walk four hours a day now, or I met my wife through Ingress, or um, Ingress helped pull me out of a depression. And so that really started to highlight to us why AR was really important and how we can use technology to gently encourage people to engage with their communities in, in ways that feel comfortable to them. So that was a really special piece to it. And I always felt really excited by those interactions and by reading messages from players. And um, so in 2017, I was really taking a, a deep look at my own career and thinking about the things that uh, I was passionate about and that I liked doing. And I knew that I wanted to stay at the company. I, I love what we do. The people are awesome. Um, and I recognized that maybe we needed a formal role that helps amplify all of the good that was already happening. So I pitched that to John and I was lucky enough that he approved and um, I was off to the races. And what was that initial pitch like? Did you put a pitch deck together and go through that whole process? Or was it more like, hey, we have this stuff already going on. I just think we need a role or some type of potentially team. This is my proposal. How did that process go for you? Yeah, it was more of a uh, role description proposal. Um, I did a lot of research first kind of analyzing the things that I like to do and that, you know, bring good feelings into my bones um, and then I started just doing research online and trying to figure out what that was and where we as a company could grow our efforts. Um, you know, by then we had become fully independent, raised our own funding, launched this massively popular game, and it was time for us to uh, look more deeply into how we could support the, the broader growth of the company and then the communities that our players create. Um, and thankfully, John is he's an amazing person and human, and he really, you know, stands by um, the broader mission for us, which is to inspire people to explore the world together. Um, and so he is 110% supportive of this kind of work. And so when I said, I want to pivot to this role in particular, he was super supportive um, and had, had no problem with it. Amazing. It's interesting. You know, I remember when Pokemon Go was going through its meteoric rise and I would be driving around, I would literally see kids and adults walking around with their heads down, looking at their phone. Like you can tell they're playing the game. They def it definitely brought people together. Yeah. Yeah. It was really crazy for us. I think we hoped that folks would understand, you know, why AR is really awesome. Um, I don't think we expected that type of growth so quickly. And for me personally, it was kind of an odd time because um, I gave birth to my first daughter two days after we launched Pokemon Go. And so I came home from the hospital and um, I live in San Francisco, close to a really big park. And players were just streaming by my window, right? As I had this like newborn baby in my arms that I had literally grown for the first nine months that we had grown this company outside of being a part of Google. And it was the most surreal experience. And to be honest, I still am a little bit taken aback when I see people playing our games outside. 
um, I, you know, I think the games are awesome and I see that they engage folks, but it still is really amazing to watch folks um, have fun and, you know, explore their neighborhoods. Yeah, I can imagine that's extremely fulfilling. Now, when you made that transition to social impact and you've been running the or leading the team for some time now, uh, what are some of the lessons that you learned about actually going from idea for social impact and then actually scaling a team or, or just running a, pro- a program in, in general? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, for Niantic, it's a little bit unique in that we had to think about the ways in which our company makes inherent impact and then kind of tailor the program around that. So we didn't want to start a social impact program um, that, you know, just looks to donate money and do good and just kind of have this this umbrella focus. Um, Instead, we wanted to really hone in on what our tech and what our company does in the world and help support that. Uh, And then we have to kind of grow that program year over year based on where the company is and its growth trajectory. So for example, at the very beginning, We knew that supporting community events and um, organizations and programs amongst players and community organizations was super crucial to our mission. That really is a part of what we do with our technology. Um, And so I spent a lot of time in the early days just supporting those types of events. So you might imagine um, that a Parks and Rec department hosts an open streets program one weekend. We might help support that event through a multitude of ways, maybe through our games, um, through activations, through asking our players to come and engage in the event. Um, And so that was kind of the first step and that has remained core to our social impact initiatives. So at the core of our mission is to really support players and community organizations and help foster that real world engagement, obviously when and how it's safe to do so um, is up to those individual communities. But so we kind of keep that at the core of our work. And then we look to our employees to help guide some of that investment strategy um, and think more holistically about how we can use our products themselves, right? The technology, um, the Lightship platform that we have for AR developers, and then each of our games to help kind of push that social impact forward. So on the flip side of impact events and engaging community organizations and players is also working with our employees on various features, functions, concepts um, that we can kind of tailor and uh, track in terms of its overall impact. Um, So I spend, you know, a fair amount of my time actually consulting with various AR developers who are building, um, you know, really interesting experiences that have some sort of social impact element. So for example, might encourage movement or, um, uh, we're working with a really awesome developer called Wicked Saints, and they're working on um, a peace building app. And uh, that kind of thing, I think, goes a long way when all of the employees are thinking about ways in which we can use our technology to make a broader impact. And within the social impact program, 
Are employees involved in volunteerism as well? Is there any type of monetary or product donations or is social impact centered around it, the product and making sure the product is the social impact essentially? Yeah, so we have kind of two components to our programming. One is external. So that is a lot of the, the things that I've mentioned before around impact events and product features and that sort of thing. And then the second part is internal. So um, we have a program called Niantic Gives and that matches employee donations and gives employees opportunities to volunteer their time um, and or build various skill sets through volunteering opportunities with a lot of our partners. Um, and that's been really fun and interesting in terms of, you know, growing up the learning curve for us. Uh, it's a fairly new program. It's only about a year old. Um, and then in addition to that, we do have quite a few employees who spend some percentage of their time working on a specific project uh, alongside us. Some of it is time-based, some of it is ongoing, but it, it helps give employees kind of um, you know, various opportunities to work on impact specific projects. Wonderful. And now when it comes to your vision for the program and where you want it to go, what does that vision look like? Yeah. So I think holistically, we want to continue to make impact through the inherent technology that we have at Niantic. Um, so that's thinking a lot about how can we use augmented reality to make a positive impact in the real world, right? There's a lot of talk about uh, the virtual world, the metaverse. Um, obviously, COVID has kept us inside quite a bit over the last uh, year and a half. Um, but we believe that there's, there's real positive uh, change that happens when humans interact with one another in the real world. And, um, you know, we, we hope that we continue to ask ourselves the question of how can we use this technology to help support and foster human engagement with one another. Humans are meant to be together. Um, obviously, some of us are more introverted than others, uh, but you know, living and being alone in, in some other world 100% um, of the time is, is probably not healthy for anyone. Um, and so when I think about social impact at Niantic, I really think about how can we as a whole company, so all of the different employees that we have, um, work together to build experiences that help push forward the, the right goals, right? So how can we help people feel more connected to their communities? How can we um, build technology that decreases loneliness, that encourages um, movement in a way that feels good for you and your body? Um, I think those kinds of things are really top of mind for us. Uh, and from you know an, an impact programming perspective, um, I really hope that we can continue to just kind of be as inclusive as possible across the employee base and then alongside all of the various partners that we have in the nonprofit space. How large is the social impact team? We're a very um, energetic team of one right now. And um, we're normally a team of two. Uh, so we're actually hiring um, for an associate right now um, and, and actually have been a team of two for a couple of years. 
Um, and then, like I mentioned, we have a couple of employees who spend various percentages of their time on programming um, and a couple of consultants. And what's really neat about being a small team, just like I think most of the other folks that you talk to uh, across impact, um, is that we are able to move incredibly quickly. I mentioned earlier that uh, John, our CEO, is super supportive. And so what, what that enables us to do is to, um, to pivot, to iterate, to execute on programs, partners, funding much more quickly um, than I think other teams can just because there are, there are a lot of cooks in the kitchen, right? And because there's just, just the one cook um, with various cross-functional supporters kind of across the company who are uh, interested in supporting the forward motion and progress of social impact at Niantic, it's really fun and exciting. So I liken myself to, you know, a little mini startup within the, the broader company that has grown to be um, much larger than, than we were when we first got started. That's a great way to look at it, a mini startup within a startup, because essentially, yeah, you're right. The, the vast majority of people that I talk to for the podcast are either a team of one or a team of less than three. And so right. they're having to manage a whole lot of different initiatives and tasks. And I'm always impressed that, you know, a small, a small team or just an individual is able to do so much at these companies. It's very impressive. Yeah. And I think that if you look at it as okay, I've got, you know, all these things I want to do. I want, I want to focus on these one to three goals for the next half year or quarter. And then you just try to move as quickly as you can. Um, it's, it's pretty easy and your, and my colleagues will tell you that I love to move quickly. <laughs> uh, and because I have the internal support to do that. So I have, you know, very, very few, folks make it make it difficult, right? People are so supportive of the work. It's easy for me to move quickly. Um, and then the impact uh, hopefully grows exponentially. All right, last question for you. So there's a number of people that listen to this podcast that are looking to make that career transition. They work in marketing or they work in the nonprofit space and they wanna get into social impact. So you made that career transition what advice would you give somebody who either works at a company or maybe even a nonprofit and they want to go into a company and either pitch a social impact program or go to their boss and say, hey, you know, I think this is what we need. I'm interested in actually taking the reins of this new program. What advice would you give that person? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I love all the answers that I've heard in this podcast before. The, the thing that I have learned is that you can be strategic about your goals and your vision for yourself. So what I mean by that is take some time to think about what you really want. If you're working in a nonprofit and you wanna work in, in the tech world, in CSR, social impact, think about the skill sets that are required for that. So you can look at job descriptions, um, you can listen to podcasts like these and really think about the things that those teams are looking for and then identify the places where you you kind of check that box off in your current role and then the places where you can gain skills. Um, and so what I did, and I know I mentioned earlier, I kind of hopped around quite a bit at Niantic. Um, what I did is that I thought a lot about the things that I wanted to learn. Um, and then I went after those things. So when I was 
John's EA. And when I was on partnerships, I was really curious and interested to learn about um, social media marketing. And I knew that in order to get to the marketing team, I needed to have some social media marketing experience. So I started a blog and I figured out how to connect that blog to Instagram and to Facebook and all these things and kind of gained that experience. And then I worked to pitch myself um, to that manager. So I thought more about how can I gain those skills either within my own role or outside of it, you know, through some side gig or side hustle um, that's inherently interesting to me. Um, and then how can I pitch that as a value add to the business? Um, so in my situation, we didn't have a social impact team before. So I thought a lot about what is valuable to the company and how can I continue to help add to that value? And I knew that making an impact with players and communities was super important to the company. Uh, and I felt that I could help kind of push that agenda forward. So focusing on um, obtaining skill sets and learning as much as you can, and then figuring out how to pitch that as a business value add uh, to whomever you're interviewing with or trying to work with. I think those two things um, make a big difference. That's fantastic advice. Yenny, thank you so much for joining me. Love learning more about your background as well as Niantic social impact efforts. Thank you for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. This episode is brought to you by Social Impact World, the exclusive community for social impact leaders. To learn more, go to www.socialimpactworld.com. I'm Jeremy Brown, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Behind the Impact.